All right, we are back at you with another episode of Talking with Friends podcast. I'm Sports Information Director Levi Converse. And I'm his assistant SID Morgan Raspberry. And we are happy to be with you again. It's another nice day here. A little bit windy again, Morgan, just like last week, but we've, oh, yeah, we've very come much. to expect it. <laughs> but it's actually a very sunny day, at least, you know, too. It's And the wind kind of feels a little bit better today, I feel like. It's just, it's still pretty nice, you know. Actually makes it seem a little bit cooler, I think. It does. Still, still seems like summer. It does, yeah. Fall's coming, though, next week. But at least seen. the leaves are changing at this yep. moment in time. So we're getting to see some pretty colors come out. Yay! Yep, it it's is. my favorite part about fall. <laughs> it is. It is. And the, the temperatures are going to be going back down to more fall-like weather. If you haven't seen next week, it's going to be high in the middle 60s. Yep. When we come out everybody next Friday. It's going to be cooling <gasps> off. I cannot so, wait. Which means fall is here. Halloween is coming. And that must be saying something. I'm from I'm from like South Texas where it's hot all the time, but I am looking forward to like 60 degree weather. That That's should be saying have. something. We're gonna have it next week, so get ready for it. It's oh, coming. Yes. Fall is in the air. Halloween will be coming, then Thanksgiving, and then Christmas. Christmas. So, so this year's going by kind of fast. It really is, and it, you would you'd think it'd be the opposite with everything everything is going. You would really think, but hey, but you know. Not. I'm glad that it's going by a little fast. I feel like everyone deep down inside of us wishes it'd go a little bit faster. Not going to lie. I think so. I, I think people does. But, hey, you know what? We are still doing a lot of fun things. We're not being stopped. Nothing's stopping us. We're taking nope. our precautions. We are um, managing our pr- protocols and guidelines, but we are still pushing through with everything. And it's it's been a really good year so far, though, for us. I mean, it really it has. Really, it really has. Like, I have not seen students whether in the classroom or even on zoom nobody's really complaining about anything anymore i mean does it still stink absolutely but we're nobody really is complaining everybody's on the same page everybody's on board which is super amazing to see officially like even from the get-go not very many people were too upset but i know a lot of people were not happy about all of like the guidelines and everything but it's so glad to see everybody on board finally and officially so that we can one stay in the classroom and two we can keep sports alive yeah and we're we're playing sports right now and it's uh, and we it, it's been a really good year as we said and it's it almost feels like you have to knock on wood or something when you say that because everything with everything this year it seems like it's really fluid and, and could take a back step at any time but uh, Right now, I mean, everything is going really smooth. We're doing what we're doing here, and everybody's, as you said, they're on board with everything, and everything's going pretty well. Oh, yeah, for sure. We have a great show planned for you. We have our volleyball head coach, Martin I will be joining us momentarily. <laughs> we're also going to be talking about all things Falcon Athletics as we move along. We're going to be getting into the MLB playoffs. That is... A, Continuing, uh, continuing, and you are happy right now. I think I am. we're gonna. If you if you not guessed why, you you'll know. If you've been listening to it, you know exactly why Morgan's happy <laughs> about the way the MLB playoffs is going. If 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 you haven't been listening to us, this is your first time, then that that's okay. You're gonna find out. We'll we'll fill you in on it. But we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about our. Um, we're gonna do our NFL pickums. Uh, Morgan won our pickem over me last last week. For the first t- for our first one, she won. So I feel like I need to bounce back, even though it's uh, just one one week. But I need to bounce back a little bit this week. But congrats to Morgan on that. She she is very solid. And we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. We're also <laughs> going to talk a really good devotional that that Morgan has for us. We're going to get into that. 
yes. here later as well. But it's really, really good. I read it. She done really good with it. I know that's going to bless you as we as we talk about that yes. too. Because we are a Christian university. I think it's very important that we, we, we do that. And hopefully it encourages somebody, blesses somebody. It's going to be a lot of fun to deal with. But this weekend we have football at home. A little bit of a quiet weekend for the first time all fall. Because everything yeah. has kind of been... Um, collaborated on, on the weekends mm-hmm. with the way it's spread out with everything this year in the KCAC. But this week is a little bit quiet. Soccer is, has a bye week. Men's women's soccer both off this week. Um, volleyball does not play again until Tuesday night. They'll be at Ottawa University. Mm-hmm. JV will play at 5. And our Volleyball Falcons will be in action at Ottawa at 7 o'clock. Yes, sir. Super excited about that. We're kind of upset that it did get canceled for this this Saturday, so tomorrow. But at the end of the day, it actually worked out personally in my favor because now I get to work football and I get to also watch my team play, which is super, super exciting for me because due to COVID restrictions and everything and limits on fans some fans were not allowed and even though yes i am a part of the team it was still kind of hard for me to travel all the time but i am officially allowed to start traveling all over again i'm super super thrilled about that to finally go and watch us in action on the road yeah yeah so that's gonna be fun be on the lookout for that football is at home this week that is our lone home contest it is also campus. homecoming. It is week. homecoming. Whoop, it's so. homecoming. Sterling College will be here at 1.30 p.m. kickoff. Tickets are still available online at friendsathletics.com. They are purchased exclusively online. And we hope to see you there across country. We'll also be in action at the Cedar Rapids preview invite. They are in Cedar Rapids, Iowa this week. Wow. This weekend, men and women both. The women have obviously won. So are they like running meets. all the way to Iowa or no? I don't know. Don't give Jason any ideas because he <laughs> has always come out with ways. To, in fact, Jason was on our, if you haven't seen this morning, Jason was in our coach's corner yesterday that we posted today. And um, he was talking about how the different ways they prepared um, with this being a different type of year and stuff. He's very innovative. does a great job. He was a KCAC Coach of the Year on the women's side last year. And he's always, so don't, if he hears this, he may, who knows, he's very creative in ways to get him ready. So, so sorry, my cross-country yeah, peeps. I did not mean to do that. Yeah, they are, they, who knows, they, who knows what they'll do. But they're going to be at Cedar Rapids, Iowa on, on Saturday, tomorrow. So Ooh. we'll have coverage of that. Football again here. We're now joined by our volleyball head coach, Martin Ian. Martin is up here. <laughs> he just came up to the football press box. This is where we're located at. So we're giving him a chance. If you walk these stairs up here, which I know some of you I obviously have, it's uh, it takes your breath away. There's no question about it. Um, I've gotten kind of used to it, fortunately, with as much football and soccer as we cover here. But um, it's it's definitely a load. And, and I can tell you one thing. They don't get shorter um, do each week. They're just as long as <laughs> they, they are each not. time. So, but Martin's going to be joining us. Again, they are in action at Ottawa University on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. And we'll have coverage of that as well. And I think, I want to say it's still live streamed as well. So you can always still catch the action on live stream as well. Yes, it will be live streamed. No visiting fans allowed, as you you mentioned. But, uh, Uh, yes. um, Yes, no visiting fans allowed. But they will be, it will be live streamed. We'll have coverage of it on our end as well. So, Martin's sitting down here, Coach Ian. He's ready to join us. 
Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's definitely a couple stairs to get up here, and as a volleyball coach, we don't really like stairs in general, so. <laughs> but thanks for having me. It's exciting times at Friends. Exciting times this week when we go to Ottawa, but I do believe, yeah, only fans for the local school are going to be there, so. Nice. So. so we're talking about how different this season's been, kind of in our opening monologue, and it's been different for everybody. It's been unique. For sure. How how's this season progressed throughout the challenges and everything that's been kind of thrown your way? How do you feel things stand right now? Well, I can tell you that in a week from now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're doing all right. We've had to come back home and get some practices in. But I think the biggest thing is preparing every day because schedules are changing. Um, a lot of it's out of our control, who we're playing against. Uh, we know who we might be playing in in two weeks or a week out. Um, we've had some changes that have been out of our control, but we've definitely been preparing. We've had a great week of practice. Um, we got tomorrow off. We're going to come in next week for some light touches and then be ready to head the road to Ottawa. It's a great program, coached very well. A lot of respect from there, but... Um, we've definitely stepped up the challenge the last few years, and we're looking forward to doing that this year. You recently got your 300th win here, which is a milestone in itself. Um, so to, to, to achieve 300 wins, you got to have two things going for you. One, you got to have a lot of success. you got to have a lot, of, a lot of great teams, but also you got to have longevity. So how has, that, how has things worked here in, in, on your end that's made this such a good fit for such a, such a long time now? I think first you have to be blessed with an institution like Friends that um, allows our students to be successful in the classroom and everything off the court. I think that's what attracts our athletes to our program is what our university has to offer, and that's a huge thing. And then obviously being here a long time, I've been very blessed with the grace of the university being allowed to lead these young women in the court and, and sometimes um, helping them through their lives as college students here. Um, but yeah, and then just having the right athlete that fits the university, that fits our program. Um, at the end of the day, I drive the van, I make the lineups, but these are the kids out there who make it possible. Coaches don't win without players, and uh, students um, don't become students without the university. So uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a program and university that allows you to be where you're at. And I love it. I love being here. You know, 17 years may feel like a lot, but... When you're 25 and you get your first coaching opportunity and someone extends the hand, uh, I've been grateful every day that I get to step on campus here. Yeah, that's really awesome. But uh, also, since you have been here for so for such a long time, like, what is probably your funniest or like best volleyball story that you can remember since you've been here? We plan to do that. I let Morgan ask that question because she's had obviously the inside view the last four years. So I think that's a really good question for her to ask. It. Oh man, you might have to catch me in a minute. Give me a, give me a minute to think about that. If you got other questions, just because between the uh, thin air up here in the press box and the heat, it takes me a minute to kind of settle. I'm not used to being in a climate that's not a perfect gym environment for as far as the air conditioning goes. So, um, oh man, but as far as like the best moments, there's been so many different ones. Um, whether you're on the road, where you're at home, in the vans, in the bus, um, some of them are just those experiences you have with kids that it's a funny joke in the locker room, an event on the court. Um, I think one of the ones that stick out in mind to me was just, I think it's funny, um, when cell phones started getting really big and popular, um, we've had issues where 
players would run out and and out of the locker room and they would be stretching and jogging and and they would have their cell phone clipped to their to their spandex or their warm-ups because they just forgot about that's back when flip phones were big and everybody had a clip on there um I've, i've seen it all i've been in the middle of food fights i've seen players tell um people at the restaurant that it's my birthday and we have people coming out singing to me when it's not my birthday um i've been caught in balloon fights um i've walked down hallways and people jump out at me um, there's just so many um memories i think you know if i think of one here in this podcast I'll, i'll throw one out that really uh changes my mind i'm sure that i'll be uh reached out to by quite a few kids currently and that have been alumni saying that what about this story what about that story but right now there's just too many on top of my head Well, we have a we have a what about that story too. We were talking um, <laughs> yesterday, I believe, and um, there was one story that was shared on Senior Night last year, and it was the Skittle story that I remember, and Lori <laughs> remembers it. And we thought that might be what pops into your mind. Maybe it was funnier to the to your players than what it was to you. I don't know, but it was a story that's kind of made its rounds for us yes, to know about it. Um, the Skittle story is. Um, I'm glad to have. Um, the athletes I have that looked out for this old man here, but um, we were in the van and sometimes you chew on, you know, beef jerky. I'm not a big sunflower seed person, um, but for some reason the only snacks we had up in the front of the van when I was driving were Skittles and I'm not a fan of Skittles. And I remember them being like the super sour green pack or something. And I remember chewing on them and they were like, they're not bad. And I remember I got maybe two or three of them to the point where it was like chewing gum that I had collected a lot. And maybe it was the sugar or whatever happened, but I ended up getting it caught in my throat. And I remember like I couldn't, I guess I was technically choking. And then I looked to the person next to me and said, hey, I need some assistance here. And that kid looked at me and didn't know what I was saying. And no one knew what I was saying. I had a hard time saying anything. But eventually we had a player behind me realize what was going on and And I think she gave me a little bit too hard of a love tap. Uh, it might have been because of the practice before, but she got the airway cleared, and it was it was a it was a fun fun joke at the moment. Uh, and I think they even dressed up as Skittles during the Halloween practice to kind of remind me of it. Um, so from that point on, I don't think I've touched another Skittle, and it kind of reminds me why M&Ms are my favorite. Oh man, there's good. so good there's stuff, so huh? many stories that we could easily share i'll never forget the water balloon fight that we ended up getting you in on to last year that was always a good one um so for most of our listeners they probably don't know this but we definitely know this so we know that you're from hawaii correct okay i pay taxes in kansas but i'm from hawaii (laughs) (laughs) so we were wondering What was it like to one live in Hawaii and two also play volleyball there? Because you've been playing volleyball correct for a long time and even in college. So what correct. was that like? Um, well, playing volleyball and football, I think, were the two I enjoyed much in Hawaii. Um, we played more outside, which is kind of a weird thing, and everybody thinks it's sand or it's grass. I remember playing a lot of sand, uh, excuse me, a lot of grass volleyball with friends or in church leagues or huge leagues where they would take up the whole football field and put like 40 courts out and play uh, a sand or grass. Um, but playing in college was a really drastic change for me because um, I didn't really like playing outside. I liked playing inside, but uh, I didn't want to burn out in the sport. But when I remember going to my first practice, walking through about a three-foot snowdrift, to go to the gym to play volleyball in January, it's just a really huge contrast, you know, as you're – 
a freshman, you're thinking to yourself or, you know, like, man, I'm walking through snow to play a warm sport in a gym. So uh, it's definitely a contrast, and uh, I enjoy it, and I like being indoors, especially Kansas. Kansas has got great weather, but in August, August through no- November, having that perfect weather inside has, has been really nice. But it is a fun sport. I think volleyball to people in Hawaii is like soccer to Europeans. We do it all the time. Almost every kid I know when you're young, you can pepper. Sometimes we'll stand in a circle of four or five people if you don't have a net and just pepper and hit balls at each other and be goofy. Um, and, and I've seen it, uh, people say it all the time. I'm getting to that age too, where it's a sport you can enjoy at any level in an age, age group. And I love seeing it grow here in Wichita, especially the facilities that we have and the leagues. And a lot of my players that have graduated from friends actually probably dominate the leagues around here at the wire in the sand or on the grass. So it's definitely something being fun in Hawaii, but living here and playing there, uh, I enjoy volleyball here a lot more because it's a lot cheaper to live in the Midwest. And, of course, all my family's here from Kansas as well. Yeah, that's always good to have people here for you and everything. Um, so, we heard here you talk about a lot. Casado food. Yes. How on earth do you like Casado food this much? <laughs> I've been a regular member of the Casado elite. Um, since my first year here, uh, possibly because before I was married, that was the best deal in town and the most efficient deal in town. Um, I'm a fan of the buffet lines. I grew up with four brothers, uh, being the oldest. So when my parents asked us where we want to go eat uh, for our birthdays, almost all of us said buffets. Uh, growing up in Hawaii, our buffet is not your typical steak buffet. There's a lot more shrimp and seafood and, and other fun things there. So and that got meant we got to go down where all the tourists play in Waikiki and all the restaurants there. So being a fan of that. But um, going to college and uh, enjoying the cafeteria food as a student athlete was kind of like the birthday every day. And um, I like Casado. And I'm going to say every day is my favorite. But I do have some favorites here like jerk chicken day, chicken patty Friday or Wednesday, excuse me, um, when the ice cream machine is uh, quote unquote working. I love that stuff there. Um, I think they're doing a great job with what's going on with COVID that I can still feel like I'm in my Casado environment where I do my best. Um, my new assistant, uh, graduate assistant, intern, um, she calls it cafe, calf seating. And we, we just sit there for an hour or two going over our lesson plans or what we're doing. And she brought that from her when she was in college. And I said, that's what I do sometimes. I'll go there in the morning for an hour or two. And I just like the, the ambience of it being quiet and people are focused on either doing their homework or eating or both. But I enjoy the cafeteria food. There's some really good people that do a great job to take care of the students. And, and a lot of times I get to interact with the, uh, the uh, other students that are there as well. And there are a few other coaches here and staff members I know for sure that have sat on that table that I won't name out right now. Uh, but it's definitely a place I enjoy being. Yeah, and it is a tad ironic, though, that Morgan questioned your love for Casado food. That's literally where Mahir and I just come from. Was Casado oh, having we lunch. did. So we had, I mean, oh, we, lunch, we eat well, there periodically. What did we have for lunch Well, today? I, okay, here's the story. We got there, and it was a really buzzing. We got there about 12 o'clock. Oh, that's your problem right there. And it was a long line for the yep. main entree. Yep. It looked, Morgan told me it was tacos. So I'm thinking, don't come on, get tacos. It was okay. like a chicken well, fajita thing. It was like, well, okay. it wasn't exactly what I wanted. So we're staying in line there for about 10 minutes. I find Ooh. that's not what I want. So yep. then I go to the cheeseburger line. Well, uh-huh. I'm, there's two lines that split the sandwich line and cheeseburger line. Well, yep. I'm in line 
just whatever line there is. I mean, whatever line there was, sure. I was in it. He well, was Morgan then texts me. She texts me and she said, "You're in the sandwich line. You need to get in the hamburger line." Oh and yeah. And the hamburger line went right up from it. Now it was still kind of long, but it. It, I probably wasted at least five minutes. Of oh no! He was still like <laughs> sitting there for like ten minutes. Yeah. Like I, had, we were already waited in line uh-huh. for like the home cooked meal, whatever thingy, the chicken burrito, whatever thingy, and I got that. I sat down. He was still waiting in line. Yep, true story. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just sitting there waiting for a hamburger. At least five minutes. Now they both were kind of long, but they were split. In fact, there was confusion. Someone asked me, "Says is this a sandwich line, or hamburger line?" I said. I'm in whatever line this is. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll make so, sure next time out there, I'll set you straight on that. Yeah, First you'll have all, to. You'll have to keep me. You, you can't go right after now. the 11:50 class because then you're asking for a line. And uh, we, 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 yeah, that. yeah, we we learned that. Um, usually, when we go, it's around 11:30 on Friday. Yeah. Today, we yeah. went at 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, Big and that was a little bit of a mistake. So next Friday, we're going. We're learning as we go. Mm-hmm. So, but you're the better on it. Oh so yeah, I like it. to go around one o'clock because they close at 1:30. Um, and then they kind of give you a little bit more of a hookup because they got to get stuff out of there. But then you miss all the rush. In fact, I was there this morning, and they do a great job of making almonds and eggs. And uh, I think I got in there right after this morning's practice. So um, I guess I'm okay that I missed lunch today. But um, it's definitely a fan. And uh, my two kids, excuse me, three now, um, enjoy Casado as well. So I'm just telling you it's a family thing. And I think Mom likes it as much just because Casado cleans up after our messes and the plates. So that's always a bonus when you have a family there. Yeah. Well, not going to lie, Casado has never usually been my favorite, but it does always have a great variety. Lower Casado, I personally think is better, but, I mean, that's just me. Well, I'm hoping I get some uh, love after this podcast from the people who are Casado that may, uh, they work hard and uh, they appreciate them for anything, so... Well, you pr- we both you plugged it a lot. I mean, because no. you have basically said you've been a, a supporter of it from day one. I own a Morgan plan. I, 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 I have a real plan. I, yeah, I leaked that Morgan and I are just coming from Casado, so we both, all three of us, kind of plugged it a little bit. So that's our bit. dining of choosing, at least on Fridays, usually. Unless we go, sometimes we'll go to Dairy Queen. Or yeah. last Friday was Hog Wild. Yeah. Um, so I missed that. Was yeah. it on Friday? Yeah, yeah, we went hog wild on Friday. Sometimes we we um, change it up a little bit, but usually it's the cafe. Usually it's Casado. So oh man, it's a little today, bit of a today was Casado. Uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh. yep. So we excited about playing. What where is it? Today Friday, so I'm tired. So today is Friday. Are we excited about it. It's a home game tomorrow for football. Home football. Mm-hmm. Home football oh, tomorrow. No. I'm trying to use your notes over your shoulder here. <laughs> who, who do we play tomorrow? Sterling. We're playing Sterling. Sterling. Oh yeah, Sterling College tomorrow. Sterling, so. it's the first time they've been here since I've been here. Oh, the remember, rotation? The rotation, because remember, I got hired in 2017. Their mm-hmm. last time here was 2016. I wasn't aware, off the top of my head, so I was doing my game day preview um, for the series, and I realized they had not been here for four years. Wow. So, wow. So that's a little quirk in the KCAC schedule. Yeah. You but, know what I like about Sterling? I'm sure there are schools, but every time I go there, I, I just, I love turf, but I like the way a real field looks like with grass. Yeah. I think they still yeah. play on grass yeah. there. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Look at a home field advantage when you play on turf for so long. Yeah. But yeah. I'm excited about this. Our kids are off tomorrow, and we're looking to come out and... I told them to make sure they get their tickets early because we have limited seating. That's great. So, we talked about your match mm-hmm. at Ottawa on Tuesday. Yep. And then yep. next, to talk about how strange this season really is, mm-hmm. Senior Day is next Friday Yep. against Oklahoma Wesleyan and York College yep. will be here. We've got yep. the North and South coming. Uh, yes, yes. And it's so strange. I mean, October 16th isn't incredibly early to have no. Senior Day. It's a little early, but it's so weird because you're going to have a few matches in the spring as well. 
But I think it's a great idea to go ahead and get it get it going that way everybody gets honored. You know, you're playing right now, but this kind of speaks to how unique this season is. Yeah, uh, in my conversation with them, we thought it would be better to have it sooner than later before it should anything. You know, we planned this a few weeks ago or in the beginning of the season. You never know what's going to happen. And um, I think honoring and appreciation, honoring and appreciating our seniors is a huge thing. It's an important thing. And it's just not about the seniors, too. It's about the family members and the support and all that support systems that each player has is very unique. Uh, some of them have huge families and some of them are out of state. So having the opportunity to come in on a Friday um, at home and play two matches is a huge deal. And then just to be recognized for that, the ability to, to be part of that elite group. You know, you're going to college is one thing and, and then being an athlete makes it even more of a selective group there. Um, so it's huge. And yes, we do have a spring season coming up as well. And we'll definitely do something to honor the season as a whole and our leadership with our seniors. But it is an exciting time um, for what's going on. But um, like everything that's happening at Friends, I think the athletic department as a whole has settled down and we're starting to figure out a rhythm. We're excited about senior night. We're excited about soccer. We're excited about football playing and getting back on track and rhythm. You know, we're, we've stumbled our toes a little bit trying to figure out a schedule. But it's nice knowing that next week with Ottawa and then playing at home, to wrap up the week is definitely uh, something we're prepared for and we're excited about. Yeah, and Morgan is one of those seniors that's going to be honored next sure. week. I'm super excited about that. And not only that, but I believe I've talked her into doing commentary for our matches next week. All right, week you got the caller there? I believe I've talked right. her into it. He All has right. officially talked me into doing it. Are you guys doing the play-by-play -play there? Yeah, we're going to do gonna it. Try. Right. We're going to handle it. So, yeah, so she's, she's going to do it. Well, that sounds like our 125 train there, huh? It does. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you get behind that, well, thing, then there uh, should be no excuse. We don't have any pronunciation issues with our, our team at we home. Should no, we should not. We should. I think we got this. We got well, this. All right. Maybe for the other teams, that's usually where I struggle, but definitely none for. No, us. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> I know we get a lot of viewers. Um, we were on the road playing in a tournament with the varsity and the second team. Our JV had a match going on in the other gym, and that school wasn't able to provide live stream and. Um, mm -hmm. I think Levi, you're the one who told me. He says, yeah. "Hey, just pop up Facebook Live through your yeah. your social media account with your team." And I was like, "I don't know why I ever think of that." And we were going to let some of our family members way out as far as California and just down the road in Wichita. Got a chance to see some of their um, some of their kids yeah. and their daughters mm -hmm. play. So I think it's just a blessing too in the last ten years that the social media that's been a pain in our butt has also been allowing us to showcase more of our athletes. It has. It's a, it's a great uh, it's a great thing that we have, and then we've gotten thanked for many by many parents for, for providing it. Good. And I think um, both on our athletic account, both on your volleyball account. Yeah. Um, so it's it, I think it's great. I think people yeah. appreciate it, and it's it's good to watch. And more lo more live stream, good. less Zoom, right? Yeah. More there you go. Zoom. I think we had our fill of that this summer, didn't we? Oh yeah. I'm I mean, right. we had our normal meetings, and then you and I were in our own committee right. for the marketing. You and I did that along with. I believe Dean Janerston, Jill uh -huh. Finsky, Joe Dencheco, yeah. and um, it was we we I was on Zoom I think maybe every day once oh, yeah. at, le or th at least three or four yeah. times a week. Yeah. And it was fun. It was good to see everybody. But right. I'm like you. It's time to. Time well, I to think move the investment has now. paid off, especially I know with our students that having the ability to make classes when they're they're offered a Zoom and everything like that. So that's nice, but. I'm ready for the Zoom to be gone and, and everything else that comes with it, but uh, until that happens, we're ready to go day by day. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, I definitely won't Zoom in, in you tomorrow in our meeting, but I'll, I'll try to find you in person. So. Yeah, I think, I, think that's a, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, we, we had our fill of that. So, 
All right, that was volleyball head coach Martin. I Martin, thanks for joining us. Uh, no problem. Good luck the rest of the season, Tuesday night, Friday night. Uh, um, and I haven't told you this yet, but you're going to find out you're going to be in the Falcon Coaches Corner again this week, this Thursday. Oh, I am? Yeah, that's, we, we break news here on Talking with Friends. That's what we do. Yes. So. We, well, that's what we do. We break news. It's, like last yeah. week's, what it was was wrestling and men's, men's wrestling golf. added and that's men's a golf. Huge we thing. broke that huge here. Oh. I'm excited so, about seeing those programs yeah. on campus. Well, I hope in the coach's corner next week I could see you on the level, literally ground level next time yeah. instead of being up here. I mean, it's a view is great and everything like that, yeah. but it's definitely uh, it's definitely uh, something I need to plan my day for. It'll be on ground there, level. So I, that I, can I look forward to being, uh, yeah. being uh, where I feel most comfortable at, about yeah. eight, seven, yeah. seven feet, four inches above the ground. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll talk to you next week again before senior day and stuff next Thursday, so everybody can be on the lookout for that. So, All right. So. Thanks again, guys. Right. You guys are doing a great job. Morgan, good job out there. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks a bunch. Again, that was volleyball head coach Martin Ian joining us. We appreciate him stopping by. Volleyball in action next Tuesday night in Ottawa. Ottawa, Kansas, Ottawa University. Yep. Hopefully we can pull out a win there. And we'll just keep fighting. We know that they do have a fairly strong outside right now. And they've, they've always had this strong outside for the past four years. She was a freshman when I was a freshman, which is kind of crazy to think about. But um, I feel like our very own Tiffany Hurd, like our... <laughs> She can, she can definitely take her, you know. Hey, let, we'll see. Let's hope. Uh, Six two against five eight. Let's see how it goes. Sounds good to me. <laughs> hey, sounds good to me. The numbers go by the numbers. I know, right? That that works. I'm works just for kidding. Me. I just hope both teams do really well and both teams play to the best of their ability and actually stay safe out there as well. It's very, it's not only like health wise, but also just physically wise. Like I hope that everybody's like staying like non-injured and that we can stay injury free and be perfectly good yeah, on that so that's a, that's a big part of this and you know going through this season i think everybody is so worried about covid we we kind of forget about the potential for injuries as well yeah. and and that still looms out there as well so it definitely uh, does i mean that was my case you've been through it you've been through it <laughs> that's been my case this year but you're coming back from it you're, yes. you're coming back strong you're going to play in the springs planning on it to, planning so, on playing in the spring uh, super excited uh, very very exciting news not gonna yeah. lie i i haven't felt this great since i was actually going to be a freshman in college and was like so ready to start playing again not gonna lie it wasn't a funk at first but now i'm like oh yes i get to start playing again let's yeah, it's, go it's, great. <laughs> it's awesome well, i'm happy you get to do that and it gives us one more thing to talk about on our podcast it does spring. so i think it's gonna work out good for both of us so. it'll be great we'll get some more volleyball i'm excited so. i'm excited <laughs> just just if i can just play good enough where i can have to nominate your player of the week one time i know can right? do that? is that a deal <laughs> i think i can make that happen is that a deal uh, it's a deal we gotta do it at least once if we do it more than once i'm that's great too whether but. whether i'll win or not no idea i just want to know i, I want to nominate you be to my best ability to let's make it happen be nominated <laughs> let's, let, let's make it happen and then everything else after that is just it's gravy yep. all conference nai all american nai player of the yep. year it's like once you're like player of the week you know <laughs> Once you get nominated for Player of the Week, then you're like, yeah, I got this, all this other stuff, you know? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other, the Champions of Character Award you can win. I mean, yes! just take them all. Take them all home. I'm going to take it all. Just, just sweep it. Just absolutely <laughs> <Clean> sweep, sweep. <laughs> it. Just absolutely sweep it. So, if you, well, just to do a brief recap before Coach Ian joined us, we talked about our athletics schedule going on. Football is at home this weekend, Saturday, 1.30 p.m. 
Sterling College is here for homecoming. And hopefully we can get back in a groove of winning. We've been kind of in a funk with these past few games. They've been oh. super close. We've lost the last two uh, games by a combined five points. So. Yep. So, so super, super close games, but let's pull this one out. I'm, I feel like, I mean, we haven't had Sterling here in a really long time, so Since that's 2016. a great. It's been, they've not been here. This will be the first time. I will cover Sterling here since I've been here. They've not been here since 2016. So we played there the last three years. Um, cross country is in action at the Cedar Rapids. A preview invite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Men's and women's soccer both off this week. And as we mentioned just a minute ago, volleyball will be in action again on Tuesday night in Ottawa. JV plays at 5. The varsity will play at Ottawa at 7 p.m. And then looking just briefly ahead to senior day, Oklahoma Wesleyan, York College will be here. 1 o'clock will be JV. And then the Falcons, we will play Oklahoma Wesleyan at 3. Mm -hmm. And then York College at 7 p.m. Senior day as well. Big day for Morgan. Big day for the seniors. She makes her commentary debut. So a, man, a, a very big day coming up. Very Honestly, big day coming up. yes. Next Friday is going to be a huge day for so many people, for so many of us. We have eight seniors this year. That's insane, well, that I feel is, like. That's, that's big, yeah. Well, and what's even crazier is that we, me and actually Mr. Levi were talking about this um, just the other day. We were talking about how our freshman year, we were the biggest freshman class to be recruited. We really were. I'm not going to lie. There were, like, well, how many did we count? Thirteen? Thirteen of them. And I 13. thought, and that was my first year, too. Your and first year was my first freshman. year. freshman. That and, was only the freshman. And I well. looked at the roster then. When I first got I looked at the roster, I actually come after the season started after um, late late August. And I looked at the roster. I'm thinking, wow, we got a lot of freshmen on this team. Yeah. These girls are going to be around. I'm going to get to know yeah. these girls pretty well because they're going to be here for a while. It was a big freshman class, and, yep. and a lot of them have, have fortunately stuck around. And Seven of us have stuck around, including myself. Seven of us have. And then That's we had one, yep. eight tra uh, one transfer come in to make the eighth senior this year. So it's it's a huge honor, not going to lie. Our coach, Coach Ian, does like to take senior day very, very seriously, and it's a very big honor once you are a senior, not going to lie. I not, I've not looked forward to my senior day, but at the same time, I kind of have just in this because, I mean, it's a huge honor to finally say, you know what, this is it, and I get – to like and it feels special in a way it's like you're almost going out with a bang you know <laughs> yeah well you really literally are going you with a bang. Are. You're making your live stream commentary debut on singer day you're planning on playing the spring and and what is an unprecedented season yes i mean this has got to be like the first time in history that's ever happened at least i can remember volleyball in the spring here so i mean it's it's a big thing to be a part of the year of 2020 any sport right now this is going to go down in history it really will. For all sports, just for in general as well, it's gone down in history for so many people and for so many lives. It's it's just going to be a great, great time. And we're having fun with it. We're making the most, we're making the most out of every situation that's thrown at us and just doing what we have to do to stay out there and keep going. Yeah, and we're, we're here to tell the stories. Uh, uh, that's our primary purpose, tell the story of everything that's happened. And you can hear those stories and more now mm -hmm. on Apple, iTunes. We are going to be dropping there later today. And our Spotify. Podcast, and Spotify. So we are now, you are now able to subscribe and follow us on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, Talking with Friends. We'd love for you to subscribe and follow us on there. Another avenue to share everything with you. We're super excited to be able to, to be on that avenue as well. Yes. Huh? 
I'm so excited about that. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So it'll be dropping later today on Apple and Spotify. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Going into our MLB, MLB news. Yeah. And, all right. So if, you stuck around, if you stuck around, early on we, we shared what we were going to talk about. We are talking about the MLB wild card round. And I was wrapped up. The division series is also wrapped up, all except for one. And Morgan's super excited at the results of one of them. We didn't give it away before, but we're going to give it away now. The Houston Astros closed out the Oakland Athletics yes! yesterday. They rallied back from three runs down early to win 11-6. to six. In did. game four, Michael Brantley hit not one, but two home runs Dos. yesterday. Dos home runs. And th- both teams actually combined to set a record Whew. for home runs in a division series. That was, was a lot amazing. of power. Yeah. Balls are flying out. Even from, like... Just like from the Oaklands as well, like in games three, they had what? How many home runs? Like four? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they, more than that. I don't even yeah. remember. Like I was watching and was like, "Holy poop! That's it was insane!" A, it was a power display with the Astros and the A's. And last night with the Yankees and Rays was the opposite. The ball was dying at the track. Yeah. The Yankees pulled out a five to one win. That's the only division series going on right now. Game five is tonight. New York Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays. I've said from day one, if the Yankees lineup is healthy, they have the best lineup in baseball. They're going to be tough to beat. They weren't healthy for most of the year. No. They weren't healthy for most of the year. No. They are healthy now. Game yes. five tonight. The Yankees are going to be tough to beat. Tampa Bay has the second best ERA in the American League. Mm-hmm. But I think that Yankees lineup is hard to go against. What do you think, Morgan? Does Tampa Bay have a chance tonight? I feel like Tampa Bay definitely still has has a fighting chance. I really and truly do believe that. Um, the Yankees have always been a great team, not going to lie. But for me personally, I would really enjoy if the Rays won, if Tampa Bay won. Sure. Yeah. I would personally really enjoy that. But at the same time, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. Now, does that, is that because you want to see the Yankees lose, or is it because you think the race might be a little bit easier for the Astros? Or both? Is it both? It's a combination of both. Um, well, I personally just don't want us to play against the Yankees again. Like, they treated us horrible. They treat. I mean, they were so horrible to us. Yeah. Dang. Not so, before we did anything. I can imagine how much ratings it will get, though, if you see the Yankees and Astros ALCS, oh, the American League Championship Series. That would be it. Would be big for TV. That would be that would be a series to watch. It'd be big for TV. There's no doubt about it. But Game Five tonight, six ten p.m. The Yankees play the Rays. The Astros, as we said, have already advanced to the American League Championship Series. The National League Championship Series is also already set last night. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers finished off a sweep of the San Diego Padres. They will face the Atlanta Braves, who also swept the Miami Marlins. The Atlanta Braves. When you think of the Braves, you think of their hitting. You think of Ronald mm-hmm. Acuna Jr. You think of Ozzie Albies, Freddie Freeman, who is an MVP candidate, strong MVP candidate. Yeah. Their pitching has thrown 19 straight scoreless innings. Wow. That's amazing. Now, the Marlins are not a great hitting team. They've got a lot of good young pitching to get this mm-hmm. far. But 19 straight scoreless innings, I mean, it's amazing. They also shut out the Reds. That's true. Both games. Yeah, they did. So, and one of them was a 13 inning game that they won mm-hmm. one to nothing. So their pitching has allowed no runs in every in all games but one. They've only allowed games in one. I mean, that's they're, crazy. They're definitely a they're a team to be reckoned with. Okay, like they're coming for they're coming for other teams. I feel like I I would love to see the Braves move on. Not gonna lie, 
like just in yeah the Braves we were just because like I don't know it just feels like it would be so cool to have them go on and continue on with it and potentially make it all the way to the World Series I think that'd be really cool for them and I think they have the potential to do it, but I don't know if they'll fully get to do it. Well, they're not. doing it the way their calling card was back in the mid-90s and early 2000s when their pitching was the best in baseball, led by Hall of Famers Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. Maybe they had, like, an Indian they calling. Absolute, absolute really built <laughs> off pitching. There's a tribal yeah. call that's calling them right now. Yeah, yeah. Y'all will be the World Series yeah. champions. They could be. It's it's. Uh, it, 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 they could be. If, if they're pitching... Hangs like this. Now the Dodgers are going to be a whole different animal to pitch to. Their lineup yeah. is deep one through nine. So that is the Dodgers are obviously the favorite of the best team in baseball, the team with the best record in the MLB. But the way the Braves are pitching and the way they can hit could be an interesting series. Best of seven. The wild card round was best of three. Well, the division round was best of five. Now we're in the best of seven. Mm-hmm. The Astros are awaiting tonight's winner, Yankees and the Rays. That series will start on Sunday night. And the Braves and Dodgers series, game one of the NLCS, will start on Monday night. So that is what's going on in MLB. NFL last night. Pretty exciting game. Week five kicked off with the Chicago Bears defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-19. to Dang. Tampa Bay had the ball and was driving. I was watching it. And down one. On fourth down, Tom Brady appear- he, he took a shorter pass than the yard to gain. It appeared that he didn't know what down it was. He even held up four fingers after it was after the play was over, thinking it was actually third down, and now fourth down instead of turning it over on downs. He said after the game that he knew what down it was. He just took a chunk play, but normally you take a chunk play when you have third down, you know you're going to yeah. go for it on fourth down. So I don't know about that. But either way, Tampa Bay came up short. Nick Foles gets the best of Tom Brady again, as he did in Super Bowl a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So... 20-19, the Bears now 4-1, Tampa Bay now 3-2. and two. The rest of Week 5 shapes up. We're going to make some picks here and out. Oh, yes. You down with that? We're going to make some picks. Morgan Hopefully won last week's go. picks. Hopefully I'll so, win again. I, I don't may, know. You may win again. You, I need to bounce back. You know, it's one guys feel like I need to come back strong. <laughs> but week, week 5, Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta is a two-point favorite. This is actually a tough one to pick, though, because... Carolina is 2-2 two and two now. They're coming off two straight wins. They beat the Arizona Cardinals last week. Matt Rule is doing a very good job as a first-year head coach coming out of Baylor. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is a team at home that they have a great offense. They are 0-4 on the year, though. So they always, you know, they found a way to lose. Now, last week at Green Bay, they were a little bit overmatched, especially playing without Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. But if Julio Jones is back, I'm going to give the Falcons a slight edge in this. Really? At home. But Carolina has been playing very well. Atlanta, a two-point favor. And they say the home field advantage is worth three points. Mm-hmm. So basically what the line says is if it's on a neutral field, Carolina would be a one-point favorite. So, And I don't know how much home field really means right now mm-hmm. with you know the limited fans or no fans in attendance some places. So I'm giving Atlanta a slight edge of... What do you say? Who do you got? I don't know. I I think I'm going to give it to Carolina, not going to lie. Yeah, I'm just going to give it to Carolina because, I mean, Carolina has always been a little bit stronger, and I don't know. 
Carolina has been a surprise. Without Christian McCaffrey, they're, they've won two straight. Teddy Bridgewater, at their starting quarterback at Atlanta. So, the next game is the Las Vegas Raiders, the Kansas State Chiefs. I almost gave Morgan Las Vegas. It was maybe it was a Fredonian slip, but hoping that she'd pick the Raiders. But I have a feeling I'm writing she's it a, from now on. I have a feeling she's going to pick the Chiefs. So I don't know though. We'll see. Twelve point favorite know. is the Chiefs. So I'm going with Kansas City. I don't think I, there's any way Las Vegas wins. But if you want to go Las Vegas, feel I free to. I don't think I'm going to go with Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to go with Casey. All right. I'm uh, sorry. Do you say Raiders? I don't know. I feel like the Raiders have been a little off right now. I don't know. I think they're doing okay, and I think that they're a great team, obviously, but I don't know. I feel like there's something off. I don't think they're ready to beat Kansas City yet. No. All right, next one is the Cardinals and the Jets. The Jets without quarterback Sam Darnold. Joe Flacco will be starting that game. Jets 0-4. Cardinals start out really hot, 1-2 straight. I've lost their last two, including last week to Carolina. I'm still going to Arizona Cardinals, though. I think they bounce back this week behind Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. What do you say? Hmm. Let me think. It was Arizona and... And the Jets. And so. the Jets. Jets 0-1-4, starting Joe Flacco. But starting quarterback's not in, right? But there's not... And it's not like Sam Darnold was actually lighting the world on fire anyway. Mm. But he is out. Joe Flacco, who did win a Super Bowl with many, if you remember, about eight years ago. Yeah. That was against San Francisco 49ers and Colin Kaepernick. But... Uh, the I'm going to go with the Jets. You're just going with the fun. Jets? A little yes. bit of an upset? Going with Jets. All right. New York Jets. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, New York Jets. I got the Cardinals in this one. Next is the Eagles at Pittsburgh. Eagles have been struggling this year. They did get their first win of the year last week yeah. on the road against a very undermanned San Francisco 49er team. But... In Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is rolling seven point favor. I'm going with the Steelers at home. Really? Yep. Yep. But you can pick the Eagles if you want to. Mm, I don't know. I like the Eagles, though. But I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. All right. Next up, the Rams at the Washington football team. The football team. <laughs> At home against the Rams, I gotta go with the Rams here. Washington football team has been struggling. They actually benched Dwayne Haskins now. Kyle Allen will be starting at quarterback now for Washington. They made a quarterback change early in the season. You know I'm, going with I'm the Rams. gonna go with the upset and say Washington. Upset. This I week is either fine. gonna work out really well for me or it's gonna work out really well for you because you're going back three upsets now. So it's we'll gonna see. be so much fun. You're giving me a chance to bounce back. I like it. So, <laughs> hey, we're not but through yet. We're if, not all these, uh, if all these upsets happen, though, I, you know, I'm in trouble. You know, we're not even halfway yet. Cincinnati at Baltimore. If you go up the upset here, I'm going to be shocked. But, again, feel free to. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore. Cincinnati. 13-point favorite. Baltimore behind Lamar Jackson. Really? Bang, yeah. Interesting. The Bengals bounce back strong after they lost to the Chiefs. The Bengals, of course, have rookie quarterback Joe Burrow, who is having a good year. Got to go Baltimore here. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Bengals. You're gonna upset. go with the Bengals. Uh, I'm going. You're going with the kind of upset. So. I'm going with Cincinnati. I like it right now, but if, the, if these actually happen, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to like it as much. Hey, you never know what's going to happen. 
Next one, Miami and San Francisco. I'm actually a little surprised that the 49ers are getting nine points in this game, even though Miami has not been great this year. But nine points is a lot of points for the 49ers to get because they're still under man. But they do have George Kittle back. Raheem Moster is less a questionable starting running back. Of course, they're starting defensive end. Nick Bosa is out for the year. 49ers will still get it done at home against, against yeah. the Dolphins. I'm saying, saying, I'm saying San Francisco, too. I'm saying 49ers. Really? Yeah. I thought you'd keep the upset train nah, going with You're not going with Fitzmagic? I'm guessing you're going with San Francisco, yeah, too. Yeah. You're not going yeah. with Fitzmagic? Fitz <laughs> I want the 49er magic. <laughs> all right. All right. Indianapolis at Cleveland. This is this is, this is a pick'em game. And the, re- the reason it's a pick'em game is because the Browns put 49 points on the Dallas Cowboys last week and won 49 to 38 in a Which shootout. Is crazy. Have 307 rushing yards. They're now three and one. The Indianapolis Colts have the league's top-ranked scoring defense. They are also three and one. This is a pick'em, a true pick'em. I'm going slightly with the Browns. Baker Mayfield keeps things rolling at home. They stay hot. But against that defense, that is a that is a stout. There is no upset in this game. That is a stout. Honestly, front. I really want to go with the Colts. I think they've been pretty strong. So Their defense I'm, is number one in the league, so it's yeah, going to be a so tough I'm game. Like, I think it's going to be a contrast of styles. It has to be like because usually defense can win or break, like can make or break your game. You know, defense usually can make or break it. Yeah. And I mean, if That's you a have a great defense call. and a great offense, I think that. It'll be yeah, it, it's an, it, the line is even, so it's, it's yeah. a toss-up. I may or may not be going Baker Mayfield because he's an OU product, so we'll see. But he's done enough this year for me to, to justify it, so I'm not. It's not too big of a limb either way on this one. The next one is the Giants and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are eight and a half point favorites. If the Cowboys don't win this game in the division against the Giants at home, as a Cowboys fan, I will probably be calling for changes at some point. I know. They have to win this game. Their offense is so good. I think I think they pull it out. They score plenty, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys, obviously. But I honestly am going with them, too. I mean, they're at home. Yeah. They're in their own element. I mean, granted, weren't they last week, too, but yeah, still. So. I think that they're... That Prescott's yeah, leads the league in passing I, I, yards. Yeah, and Amari Cooper has been doing really well, too, right now, and so I think that they're a great team right All now. All right, so we both got the Cowboys. The next one, the Sunday Night Football game, Minnesota at Seattle. Oh. This might be trickier than what you might think. I still think Seattle gets the win at home, but Minnesota did get their first win of the year at Houston. Kirk Cousins plays really well in that game. Mm-hmm. So Minnesota comes in a little bit of momentum, but at home, Sunday night football, Seattle undefeated. I think Seattle stays that way. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. I just knew that with Minnesota, I knew that Texans would probably give, give it to them a little bit. Sorry, I hate saying it, but it's so true. And this is coming from a Houston girl and a Texans fan. I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm not. The Texans are finding out live without DeAndre Hopkins has been pretty difficult yes. so far. And Deshaun Watson truly is because Deshaun Watson, I think, is a fantastic quarterback. But losing an all-pro receiver, is just, that, that puts you behind yeah. the eight ball early on. That's really a tough does. one. So now we got games coming up on Monday and Tuesday due to some COVID postponements. Mm-hmm. Denver at New England is on ESPN. It's actually an ESPN Monday night doubleheader now. Hmm. That is kickoff is at 4 o'clock. Denver... May or may not be getting Drew Locke back this week. I don't know the status of Cam Newton for the Patriots. So, so that game, pick that at your own risk. I'll go with Bill Belichick and New England at home, but that is a that that's a game that may just depend on who is who's the healthiest. Because I do know Stephen Gilmore, the Patriots' top cornerback, is going to be out. So 
that's that, that that's a tough game to pick. New England mm-hmm. played Kansas City pretty close last week for, the, for most of the game, but that's uh, that's one of those games that have been rescheduled. It's a it can really go either way. So yeah. uh, I'll go New England at home, but that's uh, that's one another one of those games where you re- it's really hard to pick. No, I'm gonna go with Denver just because. We're going to have fun with this. Yep. We're, we're already we're having, having fun. fun with this. I'm hoping to have more fun this week, but we'll see. <laughs> the, the beat not, you by like one. Uh, you beat me by one, but that's still enough. Uh, uh, I, I, that's enough. All right, so win's a win. The Monday night game, the regularly scheduled Monday night game with the Chargers at the Saints. Saints getting seven and a half points. The Saints have not looked strong this year. Yeah. Drew Brees has been a little hit and miss. They did come back and meet the Lions last week after trailing 14 to nothing. True. They are at home. The Chargers, uh, starting rookie Justin Herbert. I'm going to go with one the Chargers. They're 1-3. No. I think I'm going to go with the Chargers. That's not a bad pick. I'll tell you what. I'm going with the Saints, but 7.5 points. If we was going with the spread, I'd go with the Chargers. I think it's going to be really close. I think 7.5 is a major, major spread. Although, Michael Thomas is coming back. The Saints, all pro wide receiver, which will help a lot. Mm-hmm. I give the Saints a side. I still think it's going to be close. But Michael Thomas will, off, will really help Drew Brees get back into flow, I think. Yeah. The last game of the week, Buffalo at Tennessee. Tennessee has had a crazy week. Seems like a new positive test comes up every day. They are home free for right now. For right now. For right now. The game is on Tuesday night, 6 o'clock on CBS. Buffalo at Tennessee. Buffalo, though, is rolling right now. That's true. Josh Allen's having an unbelievable third season at quarterback. Their defense is legit. They have a solid running game led by Devin Singletary. And the trade for Stephon Diggs has proved to be really, really good for Buffalo. So, even without the problems Tennessee has had, I still would have picked Buffalo. But now, as much chaos as they've had, I think now it's I'd be really surprised if Buffalo doesn't pull out the win. I, I think I'm going to go with Tennessee. I think that, I mean, they had a bye week. They had, to, they had some chance to reflect. They had some chance to... You know, get back in the mental state of where they need to be at. Plus, I mean, my kicker on my fantasy football team has been doing great. Well, by all means, that's that's so, the reason to pick, reason mean, to pick Tennessee. By all means, you know what? You you base it off the by kicker. All means. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason. Yeah, that's a fantasy football tip right there. Please don't listen to it. <laughs> We're getting into that here in just a second. I think, but it is it is a fantasy football. It is a fantasy football. Yeah, I, I have I already started, man. If you have Tennessee's kicker, you probably wasn't real happy with him the first week. Ooh, he no. missed four field goals the first no, week. No, I had yeah. my Texans kicker in So then you dropped, so you switched. Now I have my Tennessee one in there. Yeah. <laughs> so you switched. Yeah, you, you ditched your Texans kicker. All right. Ditched the Texans one. All right, fantasy football in the league that we're in together. Michael Thomas. I actually have Michael Thomas in both my leagues, but uh, Michael Thomas is back. You mentioned how great Amari Cooper is playing. I have him as well. Tight end is a little bit of an empty spot for me. I have Mike Gusecki, who's who who got off to a really good start, but he's been limited the last couple weeks. I see still my best option though. Mm. I have the Rams defense playing at Washington. If you have them, if you can pick up the Rams, they're a bit of a streaming option. If you can pick them up this week, I did a couple weeks ago and they've been pretty good for me. So that's a good one to pick up. In my other fantasy football league, Raheem Moster is still listed as questionable. He practiced limited yesterday. We'll see if he plays on Sunday. I have him in there as of now. Obviously, something you want to check on, though, on Sunday morning. 
or tomorrow when they make that status official. DJ Chark is another receiver that I have uh, from Jacksonville. He has a really good rapport with Gardner Minshew. Remember, he was out for two weeks. He's back now. He had a really good week last week. That's a good option as well. And in this league, and this is a bit of a stunner, I've, I've ragged on how bad the Cowboys' defense is, but I'm streaming both of my defense. I really didn't pick a defense that early in our league, so I got the Cowboys' defense in this league this week because they're playing the Giants, and they were the most picked-up defense of the week. So I'm, as I said, if they, if they can't win this week, there's going to have to be some kind of some kind of change at the top, so at the top of the coaching staff. So they they should play well this week. That's not a bad option. And I don't know if it's a great option, but it's not. It's it's the best option that I had. I'll just say that um, for this league. So that out of all the teams, the defense I could have picked up, the Cowboys defense was the best one. Mm-hmm. So that's who I have there. Colin Murray is my starting quarterback, and I have Ceedee Lamb. I'm going back and forth on starting him in this league this week. I've started the last two weeks. He's been outstanding. DJ Sharp coming back, and now Michael Thomas coming back makes it a little more cloudy. Obviously, Michael Thomas plays for me if he's healthy. The, the, the question mark is DJ Sharp or CeeDee Lamb. And if you have both of them or one of them, one of them I think you start. Um, Sharp is projected to have a couple more points, but it's really, really close. And the Cowboys' offense is a passing offense. And even as bad as the defense has played, that's great for fantasy owners because that means they throw a lot. Have to score a lot, so a lot that's really good for your fantasy numbers. So, on that end, right now I have DJ Chark in, but I'll keep looking at it, and that could change as well. Either one of them, I think, are startable this week. Honestly, in our league, I don't even know who to start. I'm like, well, I'm not sure on how this week's gonna go. For my other one, oh yeah, we're dominating. It's going to be great. I have Dak Prescott, obviously, as my starting quarterback, like always. And James Robinson, he's been a great pickup for me, not going to lie. I tried to get him at Arlington, and he's gone. Miles Davis, or Mike Davis, he's been actually surprisingly a really good running back. I also have him in our league. He's very good. He's subbing in for Christian McCaffrey. It is something you want to keep an eye on. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, a question posed this week, and I think it's worth monitoring. Is Mike Davis? Is he? Do you want to trade him now? No. Ahead of Christian McCaffrey coming back to get maximum value, I think that's a really good question. I think it depends on what you need. I think it depends on what you can get back. Yeah. But and I have him in our league. I have not. I've not tried to, to trade him yet. But I think it's a question that that's worth considering at least. Yeah. Because once McCaffrey comes back, his value will obviously plummet. So he's not going to probably be startable then. So I think both of us and whoever else out there has Mike Davis need to kind of look at that and 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 see if there's maybe a good trade you could make for mm-hmm. him right now. But again, it depends on who you have back him at running back. Now, if you don't have anyone else at running back and he's playing well for you, then maybe you hang on to him. I would say that probably getting my Tennessee boys back has been a great help in this league. So well, Derrick Henry coming back. They're well, finally we'll coming back, and I'm like, dude, Derrick Henry has been like a. He's been a rock for me in this league, not going to lie. I'm kind of upset about Miles Sanders right now. He's not – I mean, he obviously he does good every single game. He's still obviously someone that I want to keep. But he hasn't been like, wow, like I thought he was going to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is kind of upsetting right at this moment in time. But it's okay because at least I have somebody – I have other people to do stuff for me, so it's okay. It's all good. Just got to keep an eye out for it. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's our fancy football tips for the week. So, again, that is fun to do, fun to play. There's really, I've learned, there's really no right answer to anything. I've, I've kicked myself for not starting somebody. Then I've also kicked myself for starting somebody. Yeah. So, uh, it, it goes both ways. And that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, no. Uh, that's the way it honestly, goes. Even if you don't know what you're doing, like me, it's, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It is. Happy you're in our league. Happy I'm in both my leagues. It's fun. So That's it's a lot of fun. So, all right. We are now going to move into a Bible devotion. Morgan has wrote a devotion for us that I'm really excited. I read it. It's really good. Um, I'm going to let her read it. And I'll chime in some as well. But I'm going to let her kind of, she's got a lot of bullet points here. She wants to share. I know it'll bless you. <laughs> Um, be re- really, really well, really encouraging. So I'm going to let her take off with that. <laughs> so hopefully I won't be quite as long as my devotional podcast that I listen to every single morning, or at least try to listen to every single morning. It's a great one. Um, and it's for it's mainly directed towards women. So, I mean, if you're big life podcast, you've got to go listen to it. I mean, men can listen to it as well, but uh, I'd say it's more focused towards women and how much we need to be uh, with God and uh, having Him at our side at all times. So the first, our devotion today was called How Success Happens. You know whenever you get this like gut-wrenching feeling in your stomach and you're just like, man, I'm really bored with this or I'm, I feel guilt, I feel ashamed or I feel regret. God doesn't want us to feel those types of things, but whenever we do feel that, it's kind—it's of, a sign that we are actually living below our potential. We have so much potential in our lives, but the thing is, is that whenever you have this weird feeling that you're just like not motivated and you're just bored with whatever it is that you're having to do, then you don't want to work for it. And you don't want to, and so you almost give up kind of in it. So obviously that's not the definition of success. And that's not what's going to happen right there. But it takes work to abolish these feelings. And it takes work to enjoy the life you were meant to have. And the life that God wanted you to have. And he created you for. Our verse for today was Proverbs 16.3. I've actually committed this one to memory without me really and truly fully realizing I ever committed it to memory. And I'm sure some of you guys have as well. It goes like this. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. That is such a powerful verse to me. And this verse actually has two steps that in which you can live your lives in. The first one is obviously commit to the Lord. When you commit to the Lord, you are rolling everything that you have to offer over into the Lord's hands. You are giving up your control and giving it to the Lord, which I know can sound terrifying and it can be scary at all times. It really can be because we, we're very much controlling creatures. We don't like to give up anything. But that's what we need to do in order to commit to the Lord. The second step is actually whatever you do. Which to me, it kind of took me a second to really figure out exactly what that meant until, um, until she explained it to me, which was obviously you have to take action and we have to work for it. 
So basically, we are committing and we are giving everything to the everything to God. We are giving everything that we have, all of our struggles, all of our worries, everything that we want for Him to take care of. But we also have to take, have to take care of business for ourselves. We have to take action and we have to work for this better life that we were meant to live. We have to take action and we have to work for the life that we were meant to be and what we were created for and to enjoy life. And so we can't just roll over and expect him to do everything. And I'm guilty of this. I am very much guilty as much as almost probably every Christian out there. We just, we pray to God and we're like, hey, can you take care of this? But then we do nothing about it. So we did the commitment part, but we didn't do the whatever you do part. So we have to combine those two in order to live and enjoy our lives. That's very good. I don't know that I've ever heard it broken down like that, where mm -hmm. you break down that verse and it go, you know, commit to the Lord whatever you do. There really is two points to that verse. There I don't is. think I never really thought about it like that. Even yes. I've read this verse a thousand times, but you can commit to the Lord. But yet you're not committing what you're doing. Exactly. To the Lord. That's very good. In very all good. honesty, like I had never heard of it broken down this way either. And I mean, I grew up in a church and I know that you did as well. So, and then we get to like the final step-ish. It's not something that we have to do, but it is the final step and it is the result. And that is, He will establish your plans. You give everything to the Lord, but you also work for everything that you have and for everything that you can do. And He will promise you and He will establish your plans. You have to trust in the Lord and just know that He will follow through and He will lay everything out in front of you. And in all honesty, that is actually related so much to me right now and in my life because I did have surgery. I was very confused with what I was going to do. I didn't I didn't know what I was going to do after I had surgery, but now everything has just started to fall into place because I started praying to him. I was giving it all to him. Plus, I was trying to work for it. I'm doing physical therapy. I've been trying to do all of my devotionals with him and with my and with my podcast leader and I feel like I've started to take the necessary steps and everything is starting to lay out in front of me. I finally know what I'm going to do in the spring. I know that we have this podcast going. I know that we have all these different things. I'm going on to law school after this. And even though I don't know that one just quite yet, it's still laid out there in front of me. And that's how we have to live our lives. We have to give it all to him and we have to work for what we just gave to him. And then in, as a result, he will establish the plans right there in front of you. And it might not be in the time that you want it to be. And it might not be in the time that you think that it's going to be. Like, it can be years. It can be months. It can even be a day or two. You never know. But you have to trust in him. And you have to trust that he will establish the plans. And his plans are far bigger than what we could ever imagine. Yeah, you and I had a lot of conversations that's kind of kind of centered around that verse. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we ever quoted it, but we've had multiple conversations, you and I, where we're, you know, you dealt with a lot of uncertainty mm -hmm. and a lot of a lot of tough decisions. And, and there's still more to come. 
but once you make your plans, God establishes your plans. So mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't mean you know we have to be in control of all that. He establishes it. You just have to give it to Him and let Him take them there. So He will open up the doors. He will bring the right people mm-hmm. in your life and make the right steps straight to what He wants you to do. He right. will. He really will. And you just have to trust in that process. You have to trust in the process. And I feel like that's the thing that a lot of Christians do struggle with is trusting in the process. Even though we say that we do it, sometimes it is a struggle because it really and truly is. You don't know what's going to happen, and it is hard to it is hard to trust others. And so, and I'm not saying it's hard to trust God, no, but it is hard to trust all of these things going on in your life, and that somehow, some way, it will all work out. But you have to trust that He will make sure that it all works out. Yeah, it reminds me of what you're saying about control, letting God have control. It reminds me of something that I heard a preacher talk about not too long ago. And, and he was actually talking to a girl in the church um, about what she was going to be doing. And it, and he basically told her, he said, God's fixing to make you swim. Mm-hmm. He said, when we go halfway, we're still in control. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get out in the, you know, when you got in the pool, when you go halfway, you're still in control. You don't feel like, you know, you're taking a bath. You're, you're in control. But when you go past the current, you go past halfway, you kind of just let the current take you where it's gonna where it's gonna take you. You're trusting the current, everything to take you where mm-hmm. you're gonna go. You're putting a lot of trust because you're not in as much control. You don't feel like you're in control. It's kind of that way with God. When you get to a certain point, it's kind of saying, "Okay, God, I'm trusting you to take it from here," mm-hmm. and that where He's gonna lead us where He wants us to go. Yep. And we don't. We kind of like being in control. We don't. It's not that we don't have faith. It's just like the human element wants us to be in control. Yes. And God wants us to take that other hat, take the other step, mm-hmm. that other hat, and to go past halfway and actually turn over to Him and let Him take it from there and lead us where He's going to have us go. It's just it's a very very important process in order to succeed because a lot of the time some of your most successful moments, more than likely, are because you trusted the process. You trusted in him and you gave everything to him, but you also worked for it as well. And I know that like a lot of like there's a lot of people out there that don't believe in Christ and that's okay. That's on them. But at the end of the day, I still believe that if you trust the process and you trust in God, he will lay everything at your feet. And he will lay everything right there out in front of you for you to see. It just takes time. And so never, ever, ever lose that trust. Because that is how success happens. That's absolutely the blueprint for success. That was outstanding devotion, Morgan. I enjoyed it myself. I liked reading it when you gave it to me this morning. And I think you've done a really good job of sharing it and explaining it. It was just awesome. We've had a lot of fun today. This has been a great, great time. Really, really good. As we keep doing this each week, I think it it keeps getting better and better. I hope you're enjoying them as well. Next week, we're going to come at you at a special time. We're going to be on Friday, but it's going to be Friday at 10 a.m. We have volleyball next week. As we've talked about a couple times, JV plays at 1 o'clock, and then Varsity will play at 3 and at 7 it is senior day for Morgan as well. And she's going to be making her commentary debut. I will. That I really am excited to hear. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to, be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. Get ready to hear a lot of that. If you don't know what it means, I'm sure she'll she'll tell you as, as we go. That's kind of going to be her catchphrase she shared with me last week. I think it's going to be pretty cool. So we're going to have a lot of, a lot of fun with that. Um, and then f- football again home tomorrow. We'll be here for you at 1.30. 
Hope you, hope you, if you're not able to come out, hope you're able to come out. Tickets still available online at friendsathletics.com, or you can download our app, Friends Falcon Super Fan U app. You can purchase tickets on there as well. Kick off 1:30. If you're not able to um, come here, hopefully you'll be watching live at exactly what you're watching right now, watching us right now. Portal.stretchinternet.com/friends. So that will be available tomorrow. Kickoff at 1:30. Again, great day. Glad you tuned in. If you missed it. You can always watch it on demand at this, at this portal, portal.stretchinternet.com slash friends. Or also we're going to be on Apple iTunes later today. It will drop and Spotify. Mm-hmm. So that's another great avenue. We'd love for you to subscribe and follow us on that, Talking With Friends. We are now on Apple iTunes and Spotify. So again, Morgan, anything to add? That's it. All right, well, I'm going to pray us out real pray quick. Out. And then we will talk to you again next week. Lord, we're thankful for another opportunity to serve you. We're thankful for who you are. We're thankful for this university. We're thankful for everybody listening out there. We just ask a special blessing upon Morgan, myself, all the student-athletes, coaches, Coach I, and everybody out there here on campus that you'll just continue to establish our plans, continue to lead us where you want us to go. Give us discernment. Give us wisdom on what you want us to do as we continue to navigate troubled waters. But we do it with you alongside us. We know we're never alone. We know nothing catches you by surprise. We're thankful for that. We ask just that you continue to show favor upon us. Keep everybody safe this weekend and healthy. And keep protective hand upon us always. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. We will talk to you again next Friday again, special time, 10 a.m. Have a great weekend.